Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry a day after Halloween. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? I am doing good. You know, when trick-or-treating with my kids, you know, it was a full moon last night and uh, you don't get that too often. Uh, Halloween and a full moon and a Saturday and the time changes all, all in the same time. Yeah, you throw that in with uh, the, the social distancing or trying to do that. And, uh, you know, it's a, a spooky day, even spookier than uh, than most years past. But, uh, yeah, Halloween sure was fun. And uh, I'm glad your kids were able to get out. Uh, now, now, I know you are uh, the man when it comes to dentistry. Do you partake in the uh, in the Halloween candy? Do you get your dad tax or how does that work yeah, in the man household? I, you know, I am not I am not a sweet fan. OK, so. Uh, I'm not a big candy fan, uh, but, you know, kids are always, you know, candy fans. And uh, I tell parents, you know, you don't want to take it completely away from it because then they'll binge when they do get it. And that's what causes decay and causes problems. So, you know, if you monitor how much candy your, your child has, then, you know, you can keep them from getting decay and, and uh, other other problems that may arise from too much sugar. So, Well, that's good to know about you, Dr. Man, because, you know, we we wouldn't be able to trust you if you were a dentist that <laughs> ate too much candy. We'd, we'd have to really question our affiliation with you. Yeah. I've never had a cavity in my life, believe it or not. I, I believe it. I believe it. If I had to put my money on anyone, it, it would be you. That's, that's really cool. Well, yeah, I've never had, a, I've never had a feeling yet. Now, you know, I, hopefully I have a lot more years left and you know, who knows what happens, but as of, uh, you know, right now I'll be 50, uh, this coming January, no cavities. Man, that's uh, that's the best record that I've heard of. So, uh, congratulations to you. I, I I hope one of your your texts don't check you out because they might just be too afraid to say anything if you do have a. Yeah, cavity, that's a good man. point. You know, I never really thought about that. You know, they're not gonna say, "Hey, be the first one to tell me I have a cavity," right? Uh, yeah, they you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to deal with that. Well, on the Halloween theme, Dr. Man, we're going to be talking a lot about fear when it comes to dentistry, and this is always an important topic because that can keep us from going in to see you. And Dr. Man, I'm sure you've seen your fair share of those who are very scared or even terrified of going in to see you, uh, but there are still many that refuse to visit the dentist because of fear entirely. So what is your major message to those who suffer from this extreme fear of visiting the dentist? Well, you know, I always tell people that are scared that it, it, it can be overcome. Um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of people that I've seen in my life that were even scared to walk through the door of a dental office. Um, and um, we have a lot of patients now that, that don't even require uh, sedation. But those people who are scared, I always tell fear breeds fear, especially in dentistry. And the reason for that is most people who are scared of the dentist avoid coming to the dentist unless they're in severe pain. So then what they're doing is they're associating going to the dentist with pain, which uh, just kind of feeds on itself. So it creates even more fear because they have that association. If you come in to the dentist, even though you're scared of the dentist and you get those things taken care of, like periodontal disease, you get uh, cavities taken care of before they start hurting, um, broken teeth taken care of before they start hurting, then you don't have the pain involved. 
So the fear level starts going down. Uh, those that are scared realize, hey, the dentist is all, not all about pain. You know, I can go in and get these things done without any pain, without it causing any pain. And, it, and I can avoid um, the pain uh, of the past, which is what our goal is in my office is, you know, trying to work with all of our fearful patients and helping them overcome it. And so, but avoiding the dentist um, is also a health crisis that we see um, in a lot of people that are scared of the dentist. They have a deteriorating mouth that is highly susceptible to periodontal disease, decay, and, and uh, what we call um, apical infections of the teeth, which can spread and cause major problems like putting them into the hospital um, on, on IV antibiotics. So we like to tell our, our fearful patients that uh, you can overcome it and give it a try. Get, you know, come in and, uh, you know, as simple as something as, as, as a cleaning can be done the first time. You don't have to really come in and get all of it done at one time and uh, create that fear and anxiety that a lot of the patients that are avoiding the dentist have. That's a great idea, starting out with something very, very light and simple just to kind of ease into the water, as so to speak. That's that's wonderful advice. And as we've also discussed on this show, just getting into the dentist and being checked out, making sure that periodontal disease isn't a threat for you because that can uh, play a major factor in your overall health. Uh, Dr. Mann, we hear, or at least I hear a lot about the term sedation dentistry, and I know that's something that you offer in, in your office. Um, what is sedation dentistry, and how does that help with those who are afraid of going to the dentist? Well, a lot of, a lot of uh, fearful patients can't even walk through the door um, without s- some help. And uh, sedation is, is a way of calming the patient, whether it be through uh, different routes of administration of a drug, or we can even use nitrous oxide, which is a gas, um, but different types of uh, routes of drugs and even hypnosis to help patients um, become less scared of the dentist so that they can get into the dental office. And then, of course, during treatment, those who you know are fearful, fearful of a needle, they're fearful of, of, of pain, they're fearful, fearful of the noise. Some people are claustrophobic. There's all these different uh, sedation techniques that we can use depending on that um, in a, in a particular person's and why they're scared, but we can use these uh, methods to treat patients that are scared. And it's a very uh, safe, uh, you know, uh, methods that we use, but it, it allows these patients to get the treatment that we talked about and keeps them from getting into the ongoing cycle of just showing up to the dentist for emergencies. So this sedation um, allows those people to get, dentistry very comfortably without the anxiety and without the the fear that they've been having throughout their whole life. Yeah, that's a great option for those who do struggle with that fear and are very apprehensive about visiting a dentist. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, you can always go to smileman.com. That's Dr. Mann's website. Remember, man has two ends in it, smileman.com. There you can Book an appointment. You can view all the services that Dr. Mann provides. You can read more about sedation dentistry if you'd like. And you can find information about Dr. Mann's three locations in Cary, in Garner, and in Fuquay. Smileman.com is the website to go to if you prefer to call the office. The phone number is 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. 
888-888-5438. We have to take a quick break, but we will be right back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good Sunday afternoon to you. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. If you want to find more about Dr. Mann, you can always go to smileman.com. Remember, man with two N's, smileman.com. We are talking all about fear of dentistry today. And Dr. Mann, before the break, we were getting into a discussion on sedation dentistry. And uh, you mentioned a few different types of sedation that that can be used for those who are anxious uh, or maybe even terrified of just walking in to the the dentist's office. But can you go over again those different types of sedation? Well, there's, there is several types. Uh, the first uh, one is pill sedation. So it's a small pill that we use. And that, that it just gets people that are very, a little bit anxious or, you know, somewhat uh, overly anxious to calm down so that uh, they can get treatment done. Um, the next thing um, that we use is nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide is something that uh, we use in the office on patients that have anywhere from a minor anxiety to a high anxiety. And that's a gas. And the good thing about nitrous oxide or laughing gas, people may know of it, is that it will um, allow patients to drive themselves to and from the appointment. Um, it's reversed in about five minutes. So the patients that uh, need uh, don't have a driver or need to, to carry on um, after the treatment throughout their day, then uh, nitrous oxide works uh, well. Now remember, during these, uh, whether it's the pill or the nitrous, um, the patient is awake, they're aware of what's going on, but they don't have the anxiety that uh, they normally have. Um, we can also combine the two. We can uh, give a, a pill and nitrous together. That puts someone in a little bit deeper sedation, uh, cr- create something called amnesia. And even though they're breathing on their own, um, they're not as with it. They're usually sleeping through the appointment. Um, and that is something that we do on a regular basis for those who have a little bit higher anxiety and they don't want to know of anything that's going on. They don't want to hear anything or remember anything. Um, so, um, and, and those, um, and last but not least, there's IV sedation. IV sedation is when we hook up an IV to the arm and we can basically put the um, patient in a more moderate, what we call a moderate form of sedation. The other types are light sedation where people are sleeping, but moderate sedation puts them into a deeper sedation. They're still breathing on their own, but they're in a more relaxed um, and they're sleeping and they really are not aware of what their surroundings are while we're, we're working on them. So those are the three that we do in our office. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it really just depends on the individual and what their circumstances are, de- depending on which one is best for them. And uh, that's why we do free consults in my office for those who are scared and haven't seen a dentist, because we can talk with them and, and decide what's best for suited for them. 
And Dr. Mann, you know, you mentioned the IV sedation, and I think, you know, that image may put a little fear into some people. So tell us a little bit about the safety of IV sedation in your office uh, and maybe the training that goes into offering that to patients. IV sedation, um, you know, someone might think, oh, how can a dentist do IV sedation? It has to be done in a hospital. But uh, we have to take um, courses to be IV certified. This is something that's not taught in dental school. So we have to go after dental school. And I took a three month course um, to be IV certified. And then we have to actually sit uh, for the boards, which uh, means we have to sedate a patient in front of those uh, anesthesiologists, anesthesiologists and those trained um, and pass that course. And then we also have to sit, uh, sit for the North Carolina State Board which they also have a person that evaluates and you have to IV sedate someone through IV. Um, and we also have site inspections on a regular basis, which means um, the state board will come and, and visit to make sure that we're doing everything that we're supposed to, to keep all of our patients safe. And that's something that if someone is going to, to um, somewhere else other than in our office to get uh, a sedation, they want to make sure that all the offices that are going to are site certified by the state and that, um, that people have their proper training because, you know, you want someone that has had training above and beyond um, uh, dental school or just giving even with a small pill um, and mixing it with nitrous. You got to make sure that someone's trained on uh, treating emergency situations such as loss of airway, which uh, is the most common emergency we see. But it's a very safe um, procedure. All of them are even IV sedation. In fact, some, some uh, studies show that IV sedation is probably the safest route of sedation because um, when we give uh, the sedation medicine through the IV, um, it's immediate. Uh, so it reacts and, and goes straight to the uh, brain and causes a sedation. Whereas with uh, pill form, uh, you ha it has to go through your stomach and it has to be broken down in your stomach and get in your bloodstream and then to your brain before it uh, reacts. So it's a faster form of sedation IV is and it's safer because we can reverse it really quick if there is a problem because of the reversal agents that we have, we can put it right into the IV and reverse any drug that we've given. So um, all of them are safe and we, uh, we're we proud to offer all of them in our, um, in our office and you, we have very skilled um, uh, dental assistants who've been trained in sedation as well to assist in sedation. We also, for our really um, compromised patients, we do um, Down syndrome patients. We do patients that have um, certain other um, disabilities, mental disabilities in our office. We sedate them and do uh, work as well. And um, we bring aboard either a certified nurse uh, anesthesiologist, or we even have a dental anesthesiologist that comes into our office um, that works with those patients. So um, we have those facilities and the training to make it safe for all the patients who uh, need uh, some form of sedation to get dental, dental treatment done. It's good to know that those options are available, and if you want to find out which would be the best for you, you can schedule a free consultation. Get a hold of Dr. Mann. Go to smileman.com. There you can book an appointment. You can also read more about the services that Dr. Mann provides, and you can find information about his locations in Fuquay and Garner and in Cary. It's all online at smileman.com. And don't forget, you can call the office 919 462-9338, 919 
462-9338 is the number to call if you want to get a hold of Dr. Mann's office and schedule an appointment or find out more information. 919-462-9338. We need to take a quick break, but we will be back with more. You are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I'm Jason Kong. He's Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And we thank you so much for joining us this afternoon as we have a conversation all about fear of dentistry. We've gone over sedation and uh, how we can overcome fear when it, t- when it comes to visiting the dentist and Dr. Mann, I want to get on the subject of children. Uh, I'll regale you with a, a short little anecdotal story, but uh, my son, my four-year-old had a, a little cough and some congestion and you know, getting him to try and take some cough syrup was an ordeal because he was afraid. Uh, we don't have that problem at the dentist's office, thankfully, because I, I followed your advice and I started taking him in uh, with me for my appointments when he was very, very small. So I think he'll, he would do fine at the dentist's office. But let's talk about children who are fearful of getting shots or fillings. Uh, what do you recommend in terms of sedation of children? You know, What do you do for those who do have children who might be afraid to have any of those procedures done in the dentist's office? Well, you bring up a good point, Jason. The uh, child really can associate shots with any doctor, especially if they've had their, you know, their vaccines at the pediatrician's office. They kind of associate anybody that has a mask and a white coat on with pain. So, um, you know, the last thing we want to do as a dentist is, is to be associated with that. So I, I tell um, parents, if, if a child has work that needs to be done, whether it's uh, fillings, um, you know, or, or, or some extractions that may need to be done, um, they really need, we need to take baby steps. Um, and uh, don't, if, if there's a lot of work that needs to be done, you want to start with one or maybe two fillings. Um, and if there's any traumatic work that needs to be done, such as extractions, we may want to sedate the, uh, the child somewhat. We can use nitrous oxide for children. We also can use Valium um, uh, for children, but uh, uh, we don't really uh, like to do IV sedation on children because I'm not trained. Um, personally, you have to have a special license for really, really young children. We do have a uh, the dental anesthesiologist uh, that I mentioned earlier that comes into our office that, uh, that does IV sedation on children. But uh, toddlers really, to be honest with you, we like to try to just slowly, um, because most of the um, fear or crying that they have is because they don't know what's going to happen. We try to explain what's going to happen in um, kind of a cartoon or a kid's way so that they understand what's going to happen, because the fear of the unknown with children is the big reason why they're scared. Uh, They don't want uh, you know, they don't know what's going on. So they think that everything's going to hurt. So we start practicing with them. We might do it on their hand before we go into their mouth so that they see that it's not going to hurt. And uh, most children will cooperate. If we have those that are unwilling to cooperate, um, 
then we, like I said, we can use nitrous and, and um, we can postpone it if we're, if we're able to, if the child's not in pain for a little bit until they, till they get older. The last thing we want to do is really um, have the child um, go through a trauma uh, at, at the dental office at a very uh, early age, because that tends to lead to the patients we've been talking about that will never come into the dentist because they're scared. And that's just going to lead to a lot further dental problems down the road. Yeah, and your staff does a wonderful job with children in terms of keeping them comfortable and, as you said, explaining what's going to happen in a way that they can understand. I've seen it firsthand, and everyone on your staff is is trained in this and understands and does a great job. They do. All of our um, – uh, I'd say the majority of our staff have kids themselves, so um, – and we just have a couple that just add kids, uh, newborns. So um, they're very sympathetic um, and understand that that kids, and I have two boys myself, we understand um, that kids are going to be fearful, even in a cleaning for their first time. Um, so uh, I, I always recommend if, if, if a parent feels like that their child is going to be fearful, especially for, say, a filling or uh, some other uh, dental treatment that they need, um, a lot of times we find it better if the parent doesn't come back to the room with them. Um, and uh, a lot of that is because the parent is anxious. So if a parent feels like they're going to be anxious while their kid's back there, their child can really pick up on that. It'd be better if they stayed um, you know, in the lobby so that the, the child is not picking up on that anxiety because they really do pick up on it. And we see a big difference um, in those parents who are anxious with the child at the same time. So, um, but yes, uh, all of our all of our um, staff w- work really well with kids, and we we have a lot of um, uh, small toddlers all the way up to teenagers in our practice. Um, in fact, you know, I've seen some of my toddlers are now in dental school. So, um, I'm tw- I'm 22 years in to uh, to doing dentistry. So, you know, you're old when. Uh, your young kids that you started with are now in dental school. <laughs> That's cool to see. Uh, do- Dr. Mann, I think I'm one of the lucky ones in that I really don't have this fear of undergoing any sort of dental procedure, but a different kind of fear associated to this that I, I maybe can appreciate is-, is maybe being afraid of the cost of a procedure if you know that you need some work. Maybe, right. maybe you've got some pain and you're yeah. ignoring that. Can you talk a little bit about what your office uh, is able to provide in terms of maybe those who, who don't have insurance or just aren't aren't really sure of what the cost of a procedure is? Yeah, and, and, and that's um, a great thing to bring up because there is more than just the fear of pain. There's the fear of the price. Um, um, I always tell people the three biggest uh, problems that we see as far as getting treatment. One is time two is uh, fear, and the third one is, is the cost. We work with our patients um, to try to come up with a, a, a payment plan that, that is easy for them, that, that suits their um, budget, because you know we know that, especially someone who's ignored uh, dental treatment uh, for a long period of time because of fear, um, they may have also the fear of, hey, it's gonna be really expensive. Um, I have to say, it's only gonna get more expensive, or you're gonna end up losing all your teeth. Um, so we work with our patients to try to get a, tr- a treatment plan that's, that suits their budget as well as a scheduled payment plan that suits their budget so that the work can be done, A, so that they're not in pain, B, so that they feel good about themselves, they can chew, and C, so that fear goes away. 
Yeah, that's a great option to have. And I encourage you, if you want to find more information or get a hold of Dr. Mann and his office, go to smileman.com. Man with two N's, smileman.com. There you can book an appointment. You can view all the services that Dr. Mann provides. You can find contact information, or and you can also find information about the his three locations in Fuquay, in Garner, and in Cary, all online at smileman.com. You can also call 919-462-9338. 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann, what do we have on tap for next week? We are in a time when everybody's stressed out, and I hope no one is losing sleep over the upcoming election. But this time of year, due to time change and the sun and all that getting dark, I like to start talking about sleep dentistry and sleep breathing disorders. And uh, we're going to have a special guest on who is um, going to talk about that um, uh, next week. And uh, hopefully those people out there that are having uh, those problems or even don't have those problems, they will, uh, they will tune in to see if um, they can help a loved one possibly. Excellent. Excellent. Look forward to that. We hope you will join us as well next week for Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great day.